0: So for them, it's definitely easier to create the company in crypto and sometimes the founders are problematic. So this is a way to constitute the company legally in Switzerland, but without requiring permission from the bank. Stable or
1: ETH or BTC. Welcome to the Swiss Road to Crypto monthly review for the month of January 2023. I'm joined as usual by Alex Polterak, co-founder of Hodling SA, and by Mauro Capiello, co-founder of Blockchain Innovation Group. Today we will discuss how many companies in Switzerland have incorporated their company by making an in-kind payment in crypto, a digital bond issued by the city of Lugano on a distributed ledger, and developments at SDX. Good afternoon, Mauro. Good afternoon, Didier. Good afternoon, Alex. Good afternoon, Didier. Hi, Mauro. Hello, no Alex. So, Alexi Roussel, who unfortunately couldn't make it today, wrote a Twitter thread and also, um, on the usage of Bitcoin in Switzerland, like how many companies actually use it to incorporate their company. And uh, And he did a little bit of research to give some interesting information. So if you don't mind, let me just quickly read off uh, his his Twitter thread. I'd be interested to have your, your take on this. So Alexis Roussel, the method he used, he searched the Swiss business registry for companies that had cryptocurrencies as in-kind contributions between 2019 and 2023. After a lot of cleaning of the data, he got the following results. He found that 261 companies were created in the last four years with crypto. This trend is clearly up. His guess is that around 20 were incorporated in 2017 and 2018, so we're maybe close to 300 now. The canton of Zug concentrates 215 out of 261 companies. Many reasons can explain that Michatel and Ticino come second, with seven uh, Bitcoin was used for a total of 798 BTC for 92 companies. In 2022, there is a gap. In other words, there were less uh, new companies incorporated with BTC in 2022. We also noted that Ether is also much used, with 53 companies and a total of 7,998 invested. Ether and Bitcoin were equally used in 2022, one and face the same drop of usage in 2022. In 2022, US dollar stablecoins are the great winners with almost 80 companies alone incorporating with USDC and USDT. Um, so why is US stable stablecoins growing so much? Some ideas he gave was when using Bitcoin or Ether accounting standards re- requires to provide 30% more to account for the volatility, of the capital that you're going to put on the balance sheet. So you need a greater margin. You need to pledge more ether or Bitcoin because of their volatility. With USD, with US dollar stablecoin, this range comes down to zero to 5%. But as he notes, adoption is real and many investors and entrepreneurs now have US dollars stable coins at hand. This explains why some companies that are not crypto related have done so like one a CBD cannabis company, a tourism and a pharma lab, or even a textile company. So why would you use crypto instead of normal uh, Swiss francs to incorporate your company? While some companies want to live up to the Bitcoin standard, the following reasons might explain the phenomenon. So speed and control, this is faster. It's faster to incorporate them with the crypto or stable coins. The normal process needs to go through a bank. The bank might be slow to accept a crypto related company and could possibly refuse your case alex i think you have an example to illustrate this
0: for example with hodling when we created the company despite the fact that we well knew the bank and we were known to the bank also uh, because we, we had some previous collaboration from uh, from bt with them Oh well, despite that fact, uh, we had to wait something like two weeks for the approved approval of the board, uh, just because we are a crypto company. So it's considered as highly risk to the ban. So the board, there was this two week waiting period that was kind of stressing and, uh, and specific to the fact that we are a crypto company. For crypto companies, it's quite difficult to open a bank account, even in banks that do work with crypto companies, it requires some more time, some more due diligence from the bank, uh, and yeah, it's more complicated for the bank. There are other few cases where yeah. you're maybe not a crypto company, but your your business is still problematic for the bank, like CBD is a good example. There are a few other businesses where where the the business itself is being perfectly legal in Switzerland, but the the banks are are not so happy to to help this type of activities. So for them, it's definitely easier to to create the company in crypto. And uh, sometimes the founders are problematic. For example, if as a founder you're an American citizen or American taxpayer, or nowadays uh, you are Russian, uh, then it becomes very difficult to open uh, a bank account as a founder from these countries. So this is also a way to constitute the company legally in Switzerland, but without requiring permission from the bank.
1: Okay, so you use a stable coin instead, basically. Stable or ETH
2: or BTC. Okay. Alex, but if you, if you do that, is yeah. nobody checking the source, right? Of the funds. So is, is the, um, the incorporation uh, office, you
0: just need to show them a print. Uh, as usually it's the, uh, notary is looking for the source of funds.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. So that you have to. I'll give him the details so that he approves and gives it to the
0: incorporation uh, uh, office. Yes, and keep in mind that uh, under up to 100K in Switzerland, the due diligence process is relatively light and easy. Right. But uh, Alex,
2: isn't, well, probably one of the first reasons why everybody's doing that? Because they have maybe more liquidity in crypto attending
0: in fiat? So the the first one definitely started because uh, they couldn't do otherwise. Uh, Now we have like Peach, for example, they certainly could have done uh, Mm -hmm. bank, but uh, Mm -hmm. they choose to live up to the Bitcoin standard. So some companies are doing this as a purely political act, but nothing forces them to do it. And for some companies, it's just that it's uh, extremely difficult for them or even impossible for them because the founders are, for example, American or Russian to open a a bank account for the company. And the funny thing is that in these cases, once the entity is is existing and registered at the business registry, it's not the founders that goes to the bank uh, to open their company account, it's the company the already existing legal entity. So even for the bank, it's easier to onboard such company once it exists already. Yeah, 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 agree.
1: Yeah, in yeah. fact, Alexei Roussel in his Twitter thread, he says, fun fact, some banks tell us that they actually prefer we set up the company with crypto and then ask for the bank account as the process for them is easier and cheaper. Okay. Yeah, this is why uh, actually
0: with hodling we are, and we've a uh, few, um, uh, partners around us, we are trying to package this as a, uh, as a, like a simple package to create a company in Switzerland, where basically we would help you with uh, the mattery, with the registration in the business registry and all that. Ah,
1: okay. Stuff. Okay. That's good. Because as that confirms or what said was also saying is that the, what does he expect for 2023, I'm continuing to read off his Twitter thread, I expect this number to grow as this is now known for a tool for fiduciaries and law firms, especially in Zul, He expects these trends to continue, and he thinks that now we've reached a network effect in which the lawyer knows, an accountant that knows a fiduciary, that knows a notary, that all understand how this is working. So basically, the process is getting faster and smoother. And in the next step, hopefully, we can amend the Swiss ordinance on the business registry to allow the, the capital to be directly in BTC or Ether. US dollar is already possible.
0: So that's, that's also something very interesting because BTC and ETH are today considered as in-time. And this is why also the, uh, like Euro is also very volatile nowadays, uh, compared to to Swiss franc or USD, Uh, but you don't have this requirement for provisioning 30% more with. USDT or stable coins for now, there is something like five percent in most uh, contents. Uh, also, different contents uh, treat this differently. So, apparently, some does not require uh, like any percentage uh, above the, the legal requirement. And with uh, stable coin, it should disappear first because it's uh, the easiest to understand that they are money. That they are either just equal to USD and are just a different form of digital USD.
1: All right. So, uh, yeah, just to re highlight the main numbers here, there are about 261 companies that incorporate with crypto for a total of 798 BTC and almost 8,000 Ether. And in fact, most of them, the greatest number was in 2021 and a bit less in 2022. Okay, so it's interesting to hear, Alex, as you say, that with hodling your company, you're now offering as a service the facility for a lot of companies to incorporate directly with and use their crypto as the the form of capital that they will pledge to the company. Okay, that's an interesting yep. information. Shall we move on? The city of Lugano has now issued a six-year Swiss franc bond, so they issued the bond in Swiss franc, a senior unsecured bond to the uh, city of Lugano of 100 million Swiss franc. So what is interesting here is that the bond was issued simultaneously on two ledgers. So it's a dual-listed bond. It's listed on uh, the distributed ledger of the Swiss Exchange, which is the Swiss Digital Exchange, and it's issued as well as well in the classic uh, Swiss Exchange, just like a classic Swiss franc bond. So it's dual-listed. This is the first bond issued by a municipality on the Swiss Digital Exchange but as well, as I said, is dual listed on the classic Swiss exchange. So the proceeds of the bond will be used to help the city of Lugano develop uh, different projects relating to cryptocurrencies in the city of Lugano. Mauro, Apolto, do you have any remarks on that?
2: Yeah, I met them you know, last year, I think, when they announced it here in Zurich at the Swiss blockchain federation. Um, you know, obviously, I feel for me the scope is a little bit small. Right, but and I think the intention is probably multiple intentions. One of them probably to attract companies uh, to Lugano. What do you mean the scope is small? It's just kind of like who's going to use it, right? So all the all the shops in Lugano are going to be able to to, you're going to be able to pay in this stable coin in Lugano, right? So what I'm saying is. You know, we're not talking about, sorry, we're not talking about, you know, let's say, Switzerland, that everybody's, every merchant is going to take that stable call. So that's my understanding. Maybe I'm wrong. But uh, this this is what I understood they want to do. And uh, obviously, I think the, the main, one of the main reasons is probably also to attract startups uh, to Logano, uh, to be there, work there. And they have lots of other initiatives, I think, around that as well attract startups who, who are going to you know, develop projects in in the blockchain or, or crypto space. I think that's it's really like a local currency but on a global blockchain. It, it, look, look, I think it's uh, I think stable, my understanding is it's really like a stable coin you should be able to buy things in Lugano. That's my understanding. Now what they've done is obviously you know a win-win situation get, got SDX some business something to do because they don't mm-hmm. have much going on. Uh, so it's probably a win-win for, for a couple of people, right? And uh, they can now issue bonds on SDX because the only other one is UBS, right? Uh, and, uh, I think they, you know, out of that, they will create these stable coins, which uh, I do think that the idea is that then the, the merchants in Lugano or around it would be able
0: to accept that coin. Uh, and somebody wants to buy things. Yeah. I was always always amazed by people using a global consensus for
1: extremely local stuff. I don't get it. Okay. Yeah, Mauro, I don't quite understand why you, why you're, uh, there are two different things, a little bit, the bond of Lugano and then their local coin. And so you, why do you associate the two? I words? thought it's connected. I thought they have issued a
2: bond and now based on that bond, they will yeah. issue uh, coins. That's my understanding. Like, uh. Bitcoin Swiss has done that too, right? That's what I understood
0: also. Yes,
2: yeah. So you know, with Bitcoin Swiss, I know that they have issued a bond, they have created a uh, tokens, and now when you go to Oksanaria, which is one of these companies, and you buy a share, you and you have
0: these coins, you can pay straight away on the chain, right? So maybe it could kickstart something like a CHF uh, stablecoin. Yes. Yes, CBT. Yes, not a CBDC, but uh,
2: Swiss st- franc stable digital
1: coin. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we'll see where it goes because I, you know, I always say that Switzerland is really the country in the world that least needs. Uh, yes. Uh, digital, know, uh, yes. Uh, Cryptocurrencies. Okay. Our banking system works well, and we have the strongest currency in the world, and most people trust the banks, and they work fine. They they might be quite expensive. I'll agree with. <laughs> I agree with you on that, Alex.
0: Yeah, but still, still, if they succeed to make it a uh, real stable claim with, uh, like, good liquidity and velocity, maybe that's the next step for creating companies in Switzerland, in a self-custodial way
1: without a bank. Ah, okay. Yeah, that makes it more interesting. Okay. Okay, gentlemen, I don't know if there was anything that either of you would like to point out that maybe I didn't uh, mention. Yeah, it's interesting things which I heard,
2: you know, SDX is kind of like a little bit under the, under the, how you say, people are watching what they're going to do, are they going to go forward because they're obviously running a high expensive uh, infrastructure and uh, operations. So they were, you know, they were interviewing the CEO of State, uh, but they still seem to be very committed to, to make this happen long term. But, you know, question is, is there suddenly a point where they need to scale down their scope and co- you know start focusing on fewer things? Now they have, seem to have a very broad offering from you know security tokens issuance, uh, trading, settlement, custody, but also want to go into Web three, want to do custody for crypto as well, and so lots of things. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see where that goes. And uh, also, Taurus Exchange has now has done a couple of things with security tokens. So here and there, I think we see things pop up, which would lead or help us understand how quickly we're going to s- doing more transformation to blockchain. But uh, we'll be, we'll see. That's all, guys. Have Thank a you. great weekend. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye
1: bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. If you enjoy this podcast, the best way to contribute to it is by sending sats over the Lightning Network. The easiest way to do that is to listen to it on a Lightning-enabled podcast player like Breeze or the Fountain app and donate sats there. A link to the Fountain app and the Breeze app are in the show notes. Also in the show notes you will find a link that looks like an email address that you can put into any Lightning wallet and make a single direct contribution to the podcast. A portion of the SATs donated to the podcast gets split with the guests and are given back to the listener who listened to it on the Fountain app. So you can earn SATs yourself by listening to this podcast. Don't hesitate as well to share the link to the episode on social media and sign up for the newsletter. The link to the newsletter is in the show notes as well.